So, didn't catch the show on Saturday. Saturday. No worries. Here's what you missed on the Jimmy and Nate's show. Two, two, three, three, four, four. Welcome to Saturday Podcast. In yeah. your ears. Yeah, look, yeah, mate, we're in your ears. Um, no podcast tomorrow, so don't go look for a Sunday one uh, because we've uh, there'll be a, there'll be something on the radio. Yeah. Don't know what it is. That's just a best of. We're actually chatting about it during the show. It's like one of those cheesy TV sitcoms where there's still new bits. Like there's people like they sit down for dinner and they go, remember that time we went on holidays? And then it just shows an old clip. Yeah, a little, har- little harp noise and yeah. into it. <laughs> uh, there'll be a lot of harps tomorrow on the radio oh, show. Oh, God, you think you'd be listening to Triple J Bloody Classic. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> ABC Classic. I don't know what it is, mate. What is Double that? J. Double J. I don't even know if that's it. <laughs> I think there is an ABC Classic. Oh, there you go. ABC Classic. To ABC, be fair, I did say ABC Triple Jazz. I think it's ABC Jazz. There is an ABC Jazz. Yeah. Maybe give that a go tomorrow. Because I remember I got, an, I got an MRI once, and they, they give you a list of radio stations to listen to, and they're like, you want to listen to yourself? And I went, no. Also, I'm not on. I'm here in the MRI machine. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, me, I'm not on. Well, what do you want? I said, give me ABC Jazz. So I'm there, the machine. Have you guys... You had an MRI, Nathan. I've, had an MRI, I've yes. never had one, no. So it's very... It's like... Very loud. It's like a train. Yeah. So they give you headphones. And um, <laughs> they give you headphones. So that's going to that it's like, <laughs> and then I came out and they were like, no one's ever selected ABC Jazz <laughs> Yeah, and it's so bloody relaxing because you, you're in like this big tube. It's a big yeah. tube. You're inside yeah. tube. You're in- I would argue that jazz is like not relaxing though. Like it's so unpredictable. It's like, <laughs> Oh, you've been listening to some ABC jazz. <laughs> what was it like? <laughs> you look like a cat. <laughs> it does. Looks like we've just stood on your tail and you've gone. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, we've also got the radio awards tonight, so we actually want to chuff off. So this, yes. this is done. Mm. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the pod. Bye. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Oh, yes. Get up, get moving. Good, good people of Australia. Your weekend boys are back. Welcome to Saturday. If you don't know us, we are Jimmy and Nate. We are here. We are early. We are live around the country with you every Saturday, every Sunday morning, Jim. Nath. What? Nath. What's happened? Who's that? I don't know. Who's what? the new girl on the street? What do you mean? Why is she here? It's producer Grace. Oh. No, she's tanned and you're covered in glitter. Yeah. Tanned. Well. What's well, a perfect Saturday for you, really, is it? <laughs> <laughs> someone just walked straight in from the club. Oh, so no, someone just left somebody's house. <laughs> So we had your heels in your hand? No, I did not have heels in my hand and I was not out partying. she lost them. <laughs> no, she just had one. She left one. She still had them on. The bloke threw it out of the window as you left. Look, I was pretty much translucent yesterday, so I've tried to look less like death. Mm. Um, and I have been working on something that involves some glitter. So yeah, we can't say. We can't, we can't say, say what it is. Well, what we can say is we do have the radio awards tonight. Yes. We have the radio awards tonight. Um, and I'm glad uh, you do have your nice little tan because didn't you miss your tanning appointment? I did. I slept through it yesterday. It was at 11. It's a hard time to sleep through. <laughs> on your day off, you slept through an 11 o'clock tanning appointment. Yep. But uh, thank you to those people who fit me in and, and made me look Less dead. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, it- Grace texted yesterday, um, just being like, oh, buddy, slept, slept through it, like the appointment. And then I was, I texted the group chat. Well, you can set alarms. <laughs> I <laughs> did. And you snoozed that. I snoozed it. Do you need us I- to show you how? Yeah. How many times you snooze you can- it? Only once. I was like, it's 11. I won't need seven alarms like I do at six o'clock in the morning. Mm. Do, you that was set- my issue. do you know how to set an alarm? Yeah, I do. Right, don't know okay. how to wake up. It's my issue. <laughs> oh, you have it turned right down. Yeah. So it's just vibrating on this, <laughs> the table next to you. Yeah, mate, we can, we can give you a little 
tutorial on alarms. No, thank you. Well, mm. look, um, yeah, we do have the radio awards tonight. Um, we're not actually going to be here. We're live now. <laughs> See, could I do that if I was live? No. Um, uh, but we're not live tomorrow. It's going to be a best of show because, I mean, fingers crossed, we're hopeful um, that we're going to win a couple of awards and celebrate hard into the night. So, um, Absolutely. Or, yeah, we could be crying. Mm. Um, but, yeah, follow us on the socials at Jimmy Nath. If you don't see anything posted, it hasn't <laughs> been why. a great night for the we team. We lost her yeah. you, you will know why. You know what? I'm deleting the account if we don't win one. <laughs> That's it. There's a reason you won't oh, hear yeah. us. T- if there's a reason you won't hear us tomorrow, mm. uh, because I'll just even if it's a pre-recorded show, I'm deleting the whole thing. Just gonna be music. Mm. Dean Lewis and Ed Sheeran coming at you guys for a Sunday morning. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Saturday morning, call on me, guys. Maybe you can call on us anytime. Thirteen ten sixty. That's what the numbers for, guys. Phone lines are open if you just want to weigh in. You got the Jimmy and Nate Show. Uh, Nate, massive round of applause uh, for those that play. Where are you going? Oi. Where you going? Sit down. Where are you going? I think the phone lines are closed, so they I was are. like, I okay. better open Quick, them. No, they're not. Yeah. They're open. They're open. Oh, they're open. open. They're open. Okay. You've got a different phone line in front of you, Jim. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just Sorry. didn't think you needed me. It's a bit of internal chat, isn't it? That probably should have happened about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we were uh, drinking coffees, eating delicious croissants. <laughs> and talking about tonight's festivities. So, how about this? I bought us coffees this morning, and I bought us two croissants mm. to share as a team. And um, the guy... So, I didn't on. know they were to share. I ate the whole thing. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> did you polish the, you a whole croissant? Did you polish a whole croissant? Yes, I did. I had a quarter of one. <laughs> Jimmy came in with one that he'd already had a little bit of. Yeah, well, and I, I was two, like two to share amongst three made sense. So Nathan and I have shared one, and you've <laughs> just demolished one. Jimmy brought this thing in, and I'm like, well, and he goes, it's to share, and I thought there was just one. So I'm like, all right, well, classic Nathan. Normally, I'm the rude one, and I have more than I need, and so I didn't. I just took a little bit. And even Jim gave me a little bit more. I didn't know that you had your own bloody whole quasi out there. <laughs> so it good? Sorry. It was delicious. I'm glad you enjoyed it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> glad you're fueled and ready for the show. Anyway, when I bought the coffees, he goes, we got fresh croissants. Do you want them? And then I went, yeah. And he goes, it's cheaper if you get them with the coffees with the croissant. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so, so I paid. I went. What, well, he straight lied to you? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, think about it. The, the, the coffees aren't free if you get a croissant. I yeah. just paid for two croissants. <laughs> I mean, the coffee's maybe like 10 cents cheaper if you get a right, coffee. Right, okay. So it's anyway. a little deal. It's a little deal. Yeah. Well, as long as Grace enjoyed it. Oh, so I loved that's it. Amazing. Thanks so much. Mm. Um, uh, massive round of applause, Nate, for the uh, the three winners uh, for the $160 million jackpot for Powerball. Uh, if you did see it, uh, the prize was split. Um, so there were, there were two winners. Uh, one was from New South Wales, one was from Victoria. Yeah. Um, they all got $53.3 million each. Uh, there was a bit of a hunt on. Uh, there was a third winner out there. We didn't know where this winner was from. Uh, they're from Western Australia. WA winner. Lovely. Yes. Um, so they were the third person. But get this, that third person was part of a syndicate. Mm. So three winners, both got uh, $53 million, But this, this bloke from Western Australia was part of a syndicate. Um, so he went on radio over there, but mm-hmm. as Pete, he didn't want to go as his real name. Sure. Um, he was interviewed. He said, uh, the group, him and his mates had never played the lottery before. Wow. So this is the first time. <laughs> they went, all right, well, there's 160 million. We oh, were we, chatting about this as a show. Yeah, yeah. We went, should we do it? And we didn't. <laughs> no, because we say a lot of things on this show and we never do. Never do. Um, we say we're going to share croissants. Mm. That never happens. No, to be fair, you didn't say we were going to share the right. croissants. We say people call and we'll answer. People call and we're not answering. It's great. <laughs> Guys, there's only the three of us. So if we say, just as a, hey, it's Jimmy, if there's a rule, if we say call and you can hear producer Grace's voice, no one's outside. Yeah. <laughs> 
we've had some extra help on this show. We're, we're a compact, <laughs> we're a compact little team. You know what um, I mean? <laughs> so the 20, 20 people in this group, twenty mates, got together uh, in a syndicate from the goldfields, uh, and they won, as I said, a share of this hundred sixty million, fifty three point three million. That works out to about two point seven million dollars each. Oh. How good's that? How yeah. good's that for a Thursday evening? Yeah. So they all put they all put um a hundred dollars in, and that got them. Is that it? Yeah. Well, they bought. I don't know. I don't want to go into details of it, but they bought a whole bunch of different tickets. Right. But again, okay. imagine never imagine spending a hundred bucks coming back with two point seven and never never played before. It's not a bad investment, isn't it? Well, it is because the odds are you're probably not going to win. But they did. But they no, did for win. Them, That's what but I said. Everyone else, about... they just spent a hundred bucks. All right, Groucho. We're talking about the winners here, mate. <laughs> Jeez, you're greedy. Imagine how There's many croissants. Imagine how many croissants you could buy with two point three million. Jimmy and I'd get one. Grace would get five hundred. <laughs> They're expensive croissants. I know. They're expensive croissants. You, I, you panicked then. You went. Oh, I was like, like, how much does the croissant go for? <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Uh, if you've been following along from the start of the show, a little croissant update for everybody. Croissant Jimmy, gate. <laughs> Jimmy brought croissants for the team to share. Two of them. Jimmy and I had a little bit of wine and producer Grace has polished an entire one, although she just came in during the song with her little grubby sparkly fingers crushed around a quarter of a croissant and goes, hey, I didn't eat it all. Would you like this? <laughs> I threw it in the bin. I didn't throw it in the bin. And I said, oh, I don't want it. And you now- threw it in the bin. <laughs> and now there's all these crumbs and croissants all around me. What? I saved it for you. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I forgot. I, I thought I'd eaten it all, but you can have some. Oh, no. Look, I want to ask now, in 131060, Australia, what do you still have that you borrowed? Because, mm. uh, Nathan, a massive round of applause. After 84 years, a library book has been returned. Oh, great. <laughs> Better late than never, guys. Uh, so a bloke by the name of Paddy Radaran. Uh, he first discovered the book uh, Richard Jeffrey's Red Deer while cleaning out his mother's home last year. Mm. He knew it was uh, too good to throw away because it had a little library card in the front of it. Um, but he had no idea the fuss the return would cause because it was only 30,695 days late. Oh, dear. Oh, I thought you were going to say that was the fine. No, I'll get to the fine. Oh, okay. Jeez, Jeff, sorry. Settle down. <laughs> sorry, so mate. Ginny Morgan, I've got <laughs> something here. <laughs> I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> Uh, so he went back to the library um, with the book, and uh, so he's retired, this bloke, and um, he's a numbers man. He works in accounting and whatever, sure. um, and they were just stoked. They were like, wow, this book came from this library, you know, 84 years, well, 30,695 days. Um, but he went, no, no, I should pay the, I'll pay the fine. So he whipped out an Excel spreadsheet that he'd done at home. Uh-huh. Obviously, he's a bit bored in retirement. Slow day. He's obviously read the book a few times. <laughs> something else to do. Um, and, he, and he figured it out um, how much the overdue fee was. So for him, it did say in the book, uh, it was set every day it was late. It was one penny per day. Okay. So he figured that out. Um, it, it came to, this is overseas, by the way. Um, so it was 18 pounds and 27 cents, which is about $32.68 Australian. Um, That's not much at all. No. Well, was, did he, he adjust didn't, for inflation? Yeah, or? I was about to say, he didn't adjust for inflation. No, no. Because <laughs> if he did, I reckon he would have needed to win that lottery. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't got time for, for that, mate. He's retired. <laughs> this was fun. It was a fun bit. He jumped on Excel. He gave this. Um, and he gave that money uh, to the library. So he oh, pa- nice. paid that's... the fee without inflation. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, but you get me thinking. Um, we all, and I think it's a very Australian thing to do. Is we, we borrow stuff. You know, you borrow stuff from your neighbours, borrow stuff from your friends, and uh, and when you don't really return it. Mm. Is there any uh, stories that come to mind from the pair of you where you potentially have borrowed something and and not given it back? Well, Jim, you and I, we borrowed a friend of ours' lawnmower for a good mm. three or four months. 
We yeah. had a tiny patch of lawn and we just couldn't be bothered taking it back. Yeah, we he kept, asked for it many times. I reckon we kept it for a year. Yeah, because Jim and I, we lived together for a long time. Mm. And then, um, uh, yeah, we had the lawnmower for ages. He goes, you guys got lawnmower? One, go. one of my favorite ones is um, uh, when I was growing up, I went to, I was probably like 18, 19, I went to this uh, traffic light party. So you go as green if oh, you're single, yeah. yellow if you're... Maybe on the fence. Complicated. Complicated, I think. Mm. Yeah. And then red if you're taken. So I went with a mate of mine, Chad McCoy. Um, he was single at the time. Uh, so he wanted a green shirt. And I, sure. and I had one and I gave it to him. And then I ended up moving. So I, I lived, I didn't live with this bloke, but it was like six, seven years later. And it was the day I was moving. And he comes over. He's like, You home? And I'm like, Yeah. Brings the shirt over. <laughs> <laughs> this is six, seven years later. I'd forgotten about it. Didn't even know that he had it. Mm. And he goes, Just want to return this. I was like, Keep it. What a good I bloke. Didn't know. And then, I mean, you know this, Nate. And then he's like, he's standing there, and I'm like the the removal said the truck's out, mm. and, and I'm like, can I help? What, what do you want? And he goes, oh, I don't know if I get the coat hanger back. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted the coat hanger. I went, like, no, you got the coat hanger back. Um, so yeah, thirteen ten sixty. What have you? What do you still have that you borrowed? You you went in to borrow it, but uh, you still got it. Yeah, you got it for a long time. All right, thirteen ten sixty. Jump on the phones. Uh, if you give us a call, hundred dollar red roosters vouchers to give away the roosters. Calling guys. Uh, if you try red roosters fried chicken cravers box today, you want a hundred bucks to spend at RR Red Rooster. Wanted to be borrowed, and you have to give them back. It's Jimmy and Nate. The Jimmy and Nate Show. Podcast. Yeah, Nathan, just asked on thirteen ten sixty. Uh, what do you still have that you borrowed? Uh, this is after a bloke returned a library book eighty four years um, <laughs> later. That's so um, long. In his yeah. defence, yeah, his mum borrowed it from the library uh, eighty four years ago. He found it in his mum's house. He took it back to the library. Only thirty thousand six hundred ninety five days late. Um, and yeah, I mean, we did say he paid the fine of thirty two dollars and sixty eight cents. But Nathan, as you pointed out. It had not been adjusted for inflation. No, it would have been a lot more uh, had you considered the inflation. Uh, so thirteen ten sixty. Uh, what do you still have that you borrowed is the question we're asking. I mean, producer Grace going wild on the phones out there. Have we got someone to talk to? Um, Grace? She was, um, how about who, earlier? Who, who do you want us to talk to, Grace? Grace, oh can you hear us? Can you hear us, Grace? You can press the right button, mate. You can press the right button. Can you talk to us? Hello. Yes. Yeah, that's hey. better. Yep, yep. You, okay. Just quickly, you okay? You yep. right up there? Yep. We, okay, we don't. Who do we chat to? Who do you want us oh, to talk to? It's glitching. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're glitching. I'm glitching, but also your screen's glitching. Chat to Crystal. Okay, we'll chat, chat to Crystal. To okay, let's go to Crystal from Packingham. Hi, Crystal. We got you there. Sorry about the little confusion before, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, guys. Hope you're having a good morning. Oh, um, we can get through it, mate. Left foot, right foot. <laughs> uh, it's probably not one of the best, Crystal, but we're going we're gonna to try. Crystal, what, what do you still... I don't think we will, though. Uh, what, <laughs> what do you still have uh, that you borrowed? So back in high school, so it was about year 1998, we were doing an English assignment on Cabaret, the old Liza Minnelli movie. Mm-hmm. And a lady I worked with had it on VHS. So I thought I would cheat a little bit and watch it ahead of time. And I never actually gave it back to her. Oh. And she was an elderly lady. So I believe she's passed since then. So I think I inherited that from her. Okay. You think you inherited it because you didn't give it back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's passed. So. I mean, I don't know That's if you, can't imagine you saw the wheel. All I want to make sure is that Crystal <laughs> inherits my cabaret movie, my last wish. Uh, all right, let's go to Scotty. Scotty from Newcastle. Scotty, what do you still have you borrowed? Hey, boys. Uh, so when I was about 15, I borrowed Road Trip 
on uh, DVD on a buddy of mine. Yeah. I, uh, hang on, I had it for 12 months, and then my best mate one day is just like, oi, I want to borrow that. And 20 years later, he still will not give it back. So you've uh, you've asked for it back, Scotty? Oh, man, I, like once every maybe two years, I just pull out the old, oi, have, you don't have Road Trip on DVD, I can borrow it, do you? And he just, he's like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's become a oh, bit... Hundred percent, says piss take every every two years. Oh, have you got road trip? Nah, nah I've never seen it. What is it? Is that a What's movie? It? You want to go on a road trip? Oh, I'm confused. Oh, Hannah from Melbourne. What do you still have that you borrowed? Uh, a pack to the rafters box DVD set. <laughs> We're getting a consistent theme from the good people of Australia yeah, here. A lot of, uh, lot of <laughs> movies. Okay, so how many how many uh, DVDs are in the box set, Han? Oh God, I don't know. Probably like twenty odd. It's the whole like it's the whole series from start to finish. Who did you who did you borrow it from? Uh, my best friend at the time. We were in school still, so a long time ago. No, do you still ch- still chat to this person? Very. Rarely, but yeah, no, we're still in contact. Yeah, every now and then she'll be like, "Hey, you got my um, back to the rafters box set." Uh, yeah, no, she hasn't asked for it back yet. Oh well, that's her oh, fault. Well, that's <laughs> Keep it then; it's yours. Yeah. Uh, Wendy, wrap things up for us. Wendy from uh, Chain Valley Bay. Uh, what do you still have uh, that you borrowed? Um, I've got a fridge. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Who lets you borrow a fridge? Okay, talk us through this one, Wendy. I borrowed it from a, well, I had a boyfriend and he was a douchebag and he had a fridge and I needed one. So I borrowed it and because he was such a douchebag, I didn't give it back. How long ago was that, Wendy? Uh, about five, five, six years ago. And how's it? Fridge He's still getting it. Yeah. He's not getting it. <laughs> fridge still plugged in, going well? Yeah, it's my beer fridge and my drinks fridge. So I, I, I have a drink every night thinking, what a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Please welcome producer Grace for some goss. Gossip Grace. Gossip Grace. Gossip Gossip Grace. Gossip Grace. Prince Harry's official memoir will be called Spare. It will tell the Duke of Sussex's story at last and will be released on January 10, which is three years to the day that Meghan and Harry quit the royal family. And I'll be honest, I didn't know it was that long. No, that's been a long time. I thought it was like maybe 18 months. Uh, Where does the time go? I don't know. Oh, you're so right, Jim. That's the thing. Enjoy the moment, guys. Yeah. Because you never know. A royal might put out a memoir. You're so, <laughs> so right. Uh, the title is, of course, a nod to William and Harry's roles as the heir and the spare, with William as the heir to the throne and Prince Harry as his spare. Uh, Harry said in a statement when the memoir was first announced that he wanted to produce a first-hand account of his life that's accurate and wholly truthful. Uh, he has reportedly also been paid a $31 million advance there for the memoir <laughs> as part of a three-book deal worth $62 million. But apparently, So this is the first part. It's a, tri- yeah, it's a, it's a trilogy, trilogy, guys. <laughs> wow. What's it called again? Spare. So so I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. Mm. I know you are, Nath. But mm. when I hear spare, I hear the, what is it? Kill the spare! Uh, what? <laughs> Kill the spare! I always think of bowling for some reason. No, nah, it's in oh. the... You know when you get a strike and then you get a spare? Comes up on the... The weird animations at 10-bit. Spare! Jimmy and I I are getting strikes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're strike guys. You're a gutter ball. Yeah, I'm really bad (laughs) at bowling. You're you're not even getting spares. Your your memoir would be Bumpers Up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking Harry Potter. And then you say that, you know, three-book deal. I know. It's a trilogy. Can't wait for the cliffhanger. Is he splitting his life into three parts? I'm actually not sure. Harry, the the, the younger years... (laughs) His life split like a Horcrux.
It's Harry Potter fans are going nuts over oh, that, mate. People are loving the whole crutch joke. That, yeah. I didn't know you get it in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you find the Queen's tiara. And then what, like, is it, like, is it the, the younger years and then is it, like, now? And then, like, was the third book, like, guess in the future? Yeah, like, well, no, it's like Cursed Child. You know what I mean? It's like they've come back for it. I have heard, I know that they will definitely talk about his mother's death. That's a, a big part of the book. And I believe it has been updated to include a chapter about the Queen's funeral. So okay. it was supposed to come so out at the every, end of this year. It's his whole year. life then. Yeah. A memoir, yeah. So I'm, I don't know if he's What's just writing fiction about? after that. Well, or? No, it hasn't happened yet. We just, they probably won't release for another 10 years because he's got to live a few years and then write. Live a few years, write. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, that's a long time. Like, I don't want a book every couple of years. Well, well, well you want them all out at once. No, but I mean. Well, you, no, want but, you want to binge Harry's well, you, books, do you? No, but you say, well, how old is he now? Do we know? He's like 30... 30-something, right? Something. Mm-hmm. So say one book's after 30-something years, right? Yeah. And he's probably got a lot of interesting people probably listening to this show going, you three, shut up. This is exciting news. <laughs> <laughs> but then you can't release another book after, what, two years? Because what's he writing about? Two years? Yeah, that's what I mean. He's got to wait. That's what I mean. No, 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 it's not what you mean. No, it's what no, I mean. no, no, no. Hey, that's what I no, mean. It's what I mean. Hey, hey, hey. No, no, it's not what you mean. I'm meaning I'm mean that. that. No, You're no, not no. meaning that. You're not meaning that. I mean that. I mean that. Hey, I mean hey. that. Grace, who means that? Nobody means <laughs> that. The Jimmy and Nate Show. Podcast. Saturday morning, live around the country, and Jim, we're only talking about it a few weeks ago. Uh, new Apple iPhone updates, the new iPhone 14, blah, blah, blah. But I tell you what, I miss the old-fashioned Nokia, guys. The old-fashioned Nokia. Uh, you could send a text, make a call, and most importantly, you could play a little game called Snake. You guys remember Snake? How good was it? We were just talking about it before. Yeah. How, how did we go? Let's go round table here. How did we go at Snake when we used to play it? I spent a lot of time borrowing my dad's Nokia and playing Snake. I don't remember being that good at it, if I'm honest. Mm. But it was fun. We used to, I used to play it all the time. I reckon I was pretty good. Jim, I'd imagine you'd be quite good. Fast twitch muscle fibers. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I'm a little bit older than you two. Um, so I remember like when, when Snake came out and um, like it, like it got... Older blokes. <laughs> My dad and his mates were like, this is the coolest game that's ever existed. So at first, I remember not being able to play it because dad wanted to. Mm. But then there became a point where he sort of lost interest and we'd, we'd go to a pub for dinner and, and mum and dad would love um, slapping the pokies. So they'd just leave me at the table by myself. Um, nice. Dad also didn't believe that I should own a Game Boy. So while the other kids were playing Pokemon Red and Blue... I was punching away at Snake on yeah, his phone. setting high records. Um, so there were a lot of lonely nights for young Jim playing Snake <laughs> at the pub at the table by himself. It's really the identity. on 11 line bitters. <laughs> That's your childhood, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no. It's, and I thought 11 line, because I heard bitters was alcohol, and I'm like, they're serving me booze. Well, um, so, yeah, punched a lot of hours. Big, that was very good. Big part of your life. Well, here's the thing. Snake was a big part of a lot of people's lives until it was ruined by things like Fruit Ninja. Temple Run, you know, when the iPhone, the smartphone I think there was a bit of a gap. (laughs) No, it went straight to Temple Run. The the next upgrade, if you upgraded Snake in 2004, went to Temple Run. That's what happened. I remember Snake 2 came out, mm. and that so the original Snake was just a line. Yeah. Um, and then you could, if you hit the sides, you're out. You're done. Yep. Um, Snake 2 was. You, you could go through the you walls. Go through the walls. Yeah. And the, the line became an actual snake. Yeah. Um, and then I think whatever was after that is when I gave up on it. Yeah. Because um, I was like, this isn't as cool anymore. Well, guys, here's what I want to do I vow to bring Snake back. I'm devastated that it's no longer with us. I don't have a phone company, but what I do have is a radio show. A radio show that will be officially introducing to the country Radio Snake. From the guy that bought you Runo. Call now to play. Radio Snake. Say it one more time. Radio Snake. It's time to play. Radio Snake. Oh, yeah. 
Thank you, Audio Bones. He's an absolute whiz. Now, if you're uh, if you've listened to the show before, I did try and bring Uno to the show. Radio Uno, otherwise known as Runo. That was a little nod to that there. And now I'm Sorry, trying again. Was was that your note or was that Bones putting that in? That was my note to him. <laughs> oh, I had a strong feeling it was. The abs- I love it. It's the absolute arrogance to be like. Guys, everyone remembers when they brought Runo to the show. Runs, as, on, runs on the board, guys. Yes. An absolute <laughs> highlight. When people look back at the Jimmy Nash over the last five years, they go, well, I mean, obviously Runo is <laughs> so... probably one, and then Runo two uh, is two. <laughs> had... Runo part two, no. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot. And it was twice. played by a guy played called Bruno. Bruno. So that if, you, I mean, if you do want to listen to that, you can go get it on the podcast. But I haven't. Oh, had... mate, everyone's heard it. <laughs> Every, don't to... send the podcast. Really everyone's talking about it, aren't yeah. they? Now, I, uh, I have a knack for bringing things back. You know, things that probably don't exist on radio, but you know what? I'm bringing them to radio, and Snake is going to be one of them. 13, 10, 60, guys. This is how it's going to work. Call up if you want to play Radio Snake. We've got a big screen set up here in the studio with Snake on it. Jim, I'm going to be controlling it using the arrow keys. And the callers, this is the catch, without seeing the snake, they must try and play as best they can by envisaging where the snake is and saying up, down, left, right. Okay? Whoever stays alive the longest, it is traditional snake, guys. Whoever stays alive the longest is going to score themselves a $200 athlete's foot voucher, guys. $200 athlete's foot voucher. Now, let's go through everybody's roles, right? I will be controlling the snake, which means I'll be pressing the up, down, left, right. Producer Grace, you'll be timing every caller just to see who the victor is and who wins the $200 voucher. And, Jim, you got the most important role. Guidance and support. So you'll be directly talking to the caller, right? But aren't they telling you what to do? They are, but you can offer them hints. You know what I mean? By like saying, oh, careful, wall. I'm not a great team player. (laughs) I'm worried that... Um, you may have heard. Have you heard of the term backseat driving? I have. I've, I've been in the car with you when you backseat driving. I, I may be backseat snaking. Um, <laughs> right, well, mate, oh, what are you doing back there, Jim? Oh, <laughs> uh, buddy, backseat snaking. I've I've felt the backseat snake a few times. <laughs> is that what that is coming through the bottom of my car? Hey, come here and blow me backseat snake. Um, I'll try my best not to yell at them and tell them what to do. Okay. I will try my best to give it off. 13, 10, 60, Australia, you jump on the phones right now. This is radio history. I'm putting Snake on the radio. If you want to play 13, 10, 60, you can win a $200 athlete's foot voucher if you are the best player. But you've got to call now, 13, 10, 60, Jimmy Day. The Jimmy and Ned Show Podcast. Jim, I'm over it. I'm over the fact that people have given up on the classic old timely Nokia game snake, so I've decided to bring <laughs> It's been a long time. <laughs> now Now I've started caring, you know. 10, what I mean? 15 I years. People were still playing it. No, apparently not. So I mean it was it was devastating news when people got it. Absolutely. Uh a breaking news thing. <laughs> now, if you've listened to the show for a while, once upon a time I brought Uno. Uno to the radio, called it Runo, Radio Uno, and now I am doing the same. The snake from, from the, the guy, guy that brought you Runo. Call now to play Radio Snake. Say it one more time. Radio Snake. It's time to play. Radio Snake. Right, how it's going to work is we've got calls on the line. They will not be able to see the snake. I've got snakes set up on the big screen right now. I'll be listening. They've just got to say up, down, left, right. 
Whoever stays alive the longest in Snake is going to score themselves a prize. Producer Grace, you are in charge of timing. Yes. Each yes. of our contestants. And Jim, you are back snake driving. That's what you're in charge of. Back snake driving. Uh, of course, he may also uh, forfeit that role, just depending on how aggressive he gets. Right, is it? Grace is writing down callers' names because she's like, I can't see the screen. There's a screen right next to her. I didn't see the screen right next to me, to be fair. You've Thank never you seen that before. That. You've never no, seen that. I did, but I did not move. Guys. This has changed the game. Speaking of games, shall we get into snake? Sorry, sorry. Do I have permission to get yes, into yes, Radio yes, Snake? Yes. Okay, our first contestant, <laughs> Stephanie from the Central Coast. Hi, Steph. Hi, how are you going? Good, Steph. Were you good at snake as a kid? Um, I used to be a long time ago. It wasn't around for much longer after I played. But... Right. Okay, now, Steph, <laughs> I you... I have definitely played it. Good. You understand the rules? I need you to say, when I tell you, left, right, up or down, okay? Yep, no worries. Jim's going to be there for guidance. Are you ready to play, Steph? All right, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. In three, two, one, go! Up. Left. Down. Yes. Oh, jeez. Turn, turn right. Oh, oh it's game over. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Bugger. You did well, though, Steph. Grace, how long was your uh, life 8. for? 8.5 seconds. 8.5 seconds. Steph, you're not going to believe this. You're in the lead, okay? All right, thanks. Good idea. <laughs> thanks. I mean, she seems disappointed. Yeah, she seems upset. Okay, uh, Tony from Hoppers Crossing. Tony, we got you there? There you go, mate. All right. We're good, brother. How good were you at Snake? Uh, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. All right, okay. Uh, you understand how it works? Left, right, up, down, Tone. Oh, and I'll give it a crack. Okay, that's what I'm hoping for, mate. You've called through. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go, Tone. In three, two, one. Go, Tony. Up. Right. Yep. Down. Ah, it's a lot of time. 5.1 seconds. 5.1 seconds, Tony. I'm currently in second place. Uh, <laughs> well done. Not bad. Not bad. Not, Not bad. bad. I love the attitude. Emma, Emma from Chelsea. Em, we got you there. Hey, how you going? We're good, Em. Now, I'm just going to give you a little piece of advice I probably should have given everybody else. Uh, you need to move relatively quickly, okay? Because the walls, they, they do come out of nowhere, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, they come out of nowhere because they can't see. You, you can't see <laughs> well, you can see the walls come. So I need you to say left, right, up, down uh, a little bit quicker, and hopefully you can beat eight seconds, Em, all right? All righty. Okay, here we go. Starting in three, two, one. Go, Em! Up. Right. Game over. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> I was unfortunately 3.59 seconds. <laughs> oh, Chelsea. I mean, I mean, Emma, were you, were you hoping to, to do a little bit better than three seconds? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, you win right, some, mate. you lose some. You can some. play some at home. I can tell you now this game will be coming back. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy from Coffs Harbour. Hi, Jezza. Hey, Alan. We're good, mate. <laughs> how, was, um, how was your snake abilities as a kid? Well, I still own a 3315 to play Snake on, so let's see how we go. Okay, I love this. this, love this from you. Now, Jez- so, Jeremy, you know that the Snake does start going downwards, so your first move should really be left or right. Okay, cool. Yeah, just, I again, mean, sorry, apologies to everyone I didn't give that hint to. <laughs> I promise no backseat snaking. <laughs> no, but that's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. a good hint. You know what I mean? Every game's different. Okay, Jezza, are you ready to play? Yep. Okay, here we go. Starting in three, two, one. Go, Jeremy. Left. Up, right, down. Yeah, good. Left. Oh, up. Yes. Right, down. Oh, left. Oh, that right. was good. No, well you're dead. Done. You're dead, Jeremy. You're dead, Jeremy. But well played. 14.48 seconds. 14 seconds, Jezza. Well done, mate. You are in the great technique.
Very good technique, Jeremy. You are currently in the lead, mate. How do you feel? Radio Snake, part of history. Oh, it's a bit different playing it blindfolded. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, you don't have to wear the blindfold. Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> Andy from the Mornington Peninsula, our final contestant. Andy, you got 14 seconds to beat. How's your snake ability? Oh, I'm an 80s kid. We'll see how we go. Okay, 80s kids, see how we go. Uh, again, that's what he said now. <laughs> Is there a parrot in the room? <laughs> Are you going to go, Andy? Oh, but Andy's kidding. See how we go, right? Andy's kidding. See how he goes. All right, Andy. Same advice to you. Remember that it starts going down first, okay? And it's at the top or it's halfway? It's at the top, mate, heading downwards. And it's going down. Okay, great. Good questions, though. All right, Andy. Here we go. Starting in three, two, one. You're off. Down. Left. Mm-hmm. No. Dead. <laughs> Here we go. Here we Here go. It's a bloody wonder. It's a bloody wonder. Okay, we now go to Grace. Here yes. we go. Radio Snake. So wait, are you, are you trying to Grace to find out who the winner is? Yeah. Well, no. I thought it was pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a tight race. You think it's pretty obvious? It was a tight it's, it's race. A, it's a Usain Bolt type of race. <laughs> but it's... the winner was. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy from Ah, oh, Jezza! Jeremy, congratulations, mate. You're a part of Radio History. What do you want to say? Oh, just bringing back memories of playing the old, good old snake on the phone. Yeah, it is bringing back memories, isn't it? It's the greatest thing that's ever happened on radio, Jeremy. That's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Uh, Nate, producer Grace, uh, Aboriginal families in Perth's east are afraid to let their children walk the streets. That's after an Indigenous teenager was allegedly bashed to death with a metal pole while walking home from school with friends. Uh, Cassius Turvey, 15, died after allegedly being struck on the face with a pole wielded by a man who jumped out of his vehicle. Uh, Cassius suffered a seizure some days later and despite multiple surgeries, died in hospital. Uh, WA Police Commissioner Cole Branch released a statement earlier this week urging the community to refrain from unfounded speculation about the attack. But community leaders and family friends say there is a growing fear that Aboriginal children are at higher risk of assault. Um, Family and friends have taken to social media to post tributes to the teenager. Uh, Comments and posts describe Cassius as a sweet boy with a kind and gentle soul. Uh, A candlelit vigil has been organised for 5.30pm at Midland Oval on October 31st, um, Halloween. Uh, Organisers have described that as Cassius's uh, favourite holiday. Um, Please come styling up in your best Halloween costume. The event details uh, state uh, the community is also planning to run vigils at various locations across the country on November 2nd. uh, Producer Grace, you were sharing with me earlier, I, I missed this, but um big fan of radio as well. You had a yeah, home. I um, watched a video, um, I, I've forgotten what show it is, I apologise, but um, just, just videos of, of him, he had this little mic set up and he was talking about how he wanted to get a job as a radio announcer one day. Um, he also had a, a lawn mowing business um, where he didn't have set prices, he just asked people to pay what they could and he would mow their lawns for them. I it saw- just seemed like the sweetest boy. Oh, I saw a lot of people comment about him as being a young leader. For, mm. for a lot of people in his area too. And, uh, and I know he was only 15 years old, but uh, uh, a person that uh, a lot of other people, older and younger, actually looked up to yeah. uh, for, for a multitude of reasons as well. Um, we're going to chuck the uh, the GoFundMe up on our socials as well, at Jimmy and Aith, if you would like to go there. That's been organised by Cassius' family. Uh, it's titled Hashtag Justice uh, for Cassius. Um, I've just clicked on it. So this is live. Uh, currently uh, 107 
thousand donations. Wow! Um, so they had a goal of two thousand five hundred, but it's currently sitting at uh, four hundred thirty-eight thousand eight hundred and forty-three. Wow. Um, also on that um, uh, page, it goes into a, a bit more um, information as well uh, about Cassius as well. Um, yeah, just. Very, very sad. Very sad yeah. news. Um, news that we haven't heard a lot of. Um, as I mean, as you both just said, there a lot of comments from people that that knew Cassius, uh, just an upstanding kid, just great, worked hard, sweet. Um, what you know, some of the comments I mentioned before, sweet boy with a kind and gentle soul. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. I want to ask now, thirteen ten sixty, speechless speeches. Uh, not the good time. You've left everyone speechless, being like, wow, that was a great speech. You've left everyone going, wow, that was an awful speech. I wish that ended quicker. Um, when did the speech go wrong? Uh, producer Grace Nath, this is after a bridesmaid has gone viral on social media. After footage showed her delivering a, a terrible, 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 horrifying wedding speech. Uh, the video was originally posted on TikTok before it started uh, blowing up on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, it's got hundreds of thousands of views. Um, look, I'm going to be honest. I think the the woman may have had a little bit too much to drink at a wedding. What are you talking about? <laughs> which uh, which is real ris- risky at a wedding because it's a very it is much, very much a celebration. Uh, mm. There are speeches there um, that are given, and and I think you know if you are going to give a speech at a wedding, you want to go early. Want to get out of the way? Oh, absolutely! Before, like straight out of the ceremony, as soon as you get to reception, speeches done. Get done. them done. Get them done. You know what I mean? Um, or pre-record them. You know, because I mean? people get people get very nervous. Mm. Um, yeah. The, in terms of fears, it's I think number one is is public speaking. Yeah. Uh, number two is dying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so people would rather die than give speeches. Is that yeah, how that works? Sounds like it. And yeah. number three is heights. Mm. Uh, they are the top three. Um, I'm not going to go into it. it. It starts with the woman, and she's like, "Hi, I'm blah. I've known this is so. She's friend. She's the uh, maid of honor. Oh no. So she she can't even remember how long she's known the bride for. Did oh, she? Have, so you've seen the video. Does she mm. have notes, or is she going off memory? Uh, she she has cue cards, um, but Great. she's not really looking at them. Oh. And then um, and she's going, "Oh, I've known the bride for." Um, and then someone yells out, nine years! Oh, God. And it just, it gets worse. She forgets names mm. and, um, yeah, it just gets really, really bad. Um, is, have you guys, I mean, have you guys ever had a really bad speech or have you seen one unfold? I remember when I was in... Because you year... two possibly couldn't have done one. <laughs> have you heard this radio show? <laughs> it's so good. Not us, mate. We don't miss a beat. Not us. <laughs> At my year 12 formal, I was given the task of awarding the... Um, you know, you do awards that like most likely to succeed, oh, that yeah. kind of Fun thing. Fun awards. And I was trying to do a bit of comedy and I made oh, it. You're strong, sis. I know, I know. <laughs> and I made a joke about a friend of mine and it just went down like a lead balloon. It just did not work at all and it was just crickets. And it was maybe the most mortified I've ever felt in my entire life. Mm. I don't even remember what the joke was. It was... I blocked it I out. Can, clearly. I can remember a joke from when I was going for Year Seven Captain. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Primary school. Here we go. Um, no, I, I definitely have told this to you, Grace. Yeah, I may yeah. have not told this to you. Uh, I thought this was great. This is how I started my speech. Mm. I remember it exactly. Um, so at the time, just to give, <laughs> explain the gag, mm. uh, Bill Gates was quite famous. Right, you know, okay. he was, he thanks, is, for, thanks for setting say. the scene. you got to set yeah, the scene. Well, yeah. everyone was using Windows back yeah, then, right? Okay, no right, one's okay. rocking the Apple products. Okay, no one yeah. had an iPhone. Bill Gates was the bloke, right? Mm. And everyone used, I think he was the first billionaire or whatever. He, was, he earned a lot of money. Uh, also, Tiger Woods mm. was at the top of his game. He was playing a lot of golf before, you know, all, all that stuff happened. Yeah, yeah. He was probably the number one athlete. So it's world. a time-sensitive joke. Time-sensitive joke, Yeah, right? sure. So I've got up and I've gone... <clears throat> little Jimmy, I go, hello everyone. I just, I want you to know, I don't want to be Bill Gates. I don't want to be Tiger Woods. I want to be your school captain. 
Yeah, great start. Nice, good. Pause. Yeah. Hang on a sec. Can I be Tiger Gates? <laughs> oh, good. You've brought them in together. That would have got my vote. I mean, I, not, I, not now. Yeah, I want to be rich and good at golf. Yeah. Look at any laughs. Still remember that. I still remember just being up there and just crickets. You weren't school captain. Mortified. No, I wasn't. You weren't school captain. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I really thought you were on a winner there. <laughs> that good bit. Yeah, that's a good bit. Well, I mean, I've told you. I've told you guys. Mate, about, I was like twelve. I've told you guys about my eighteenth birthday party, where my uh, grandmother <laughs> was careful, making mate. a speech. <laughs> this yeah, wasn't what my part speech. Of are you telling? Uh, well, th- there was something that had just happened in the bathroom involving me, and Gran called me up to the um, uh, up to the microphone, and I'd come out. Um, after uh, having a, an important you tell moment. Tell that story. I think you tell that story. Lost my virginity on a boat, guys. Yeah, well <laughs> While your grandmother was giving a speech. While grandma was giving a speech, um, she was speechless. <laughs> I did not. What are we, 8.20-something on a Saturday morning? Yeah, no, good. V stories. Hey, you told your dirty gates Tiger Woods joke. <laughs> I was a sweet, innocent little boy. I, I'd yet to know what Tiger Woods would do. <laughs> 13 to 10 to 60. Jump on the phones right now. Speechless speeches. When did the speech go really wrong, guys? 13 10 60. Jump on the phones. Uh, also, if you give us a call, uh, we've got some movie ticket packs to give away as well. Uh, so you want to go to the movies? You want a little movie ticket pack? 13 10 60. When did the speech go wrong? Speechless speeches. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Saturday morning, you got the Jimmy and Nate Show. Keep updated on our socials, guys. Jimmy and Nath, uh, Under the Covers with Kai next. A phenomenal voice. We're looking forward to that, Jim. Yeah, there'll be a video up for that. There'll be a video up for Radio Snake, but just forgive me, guys. I'm trying to punch out a radio show at the moment. Uh, <laughs> have we not got a digital guy? We don't have a digital guy. Where's the digital guy? <laughs> Is that Jimmy, the digital nah, guy? No, it's fine. I'm, it's obviously not a... Take me at all. Fine with it. Uh, just ask 131060. Speechless speeches. Yeah. Uh, when did the speech go wrong? Uh, this is after I uh, saw a video online of a bridesmaid speech going terribly. Uh, and I'll be honest, I she did have the cue cards. I, I'd say if, if you are listening to the show and you're giving a speech this weekend, if someone you know is getting married, stick to the cards. Yeah. Stick to if you've if you've taken the time to prepare them, stick to them. Use the preparation. Yeah, don't don't get up there after a few and go. You know I'm what? A, I'm a winger. I don't need the. You cards. know what? I'm from out the window. This is coming from the heart. Don't speak. Never speak from the heart. No, nothing, don't speak. Nothing, nothing. No one cares about the heart, guys. No, <laughs> speak from the brain. Use the brain. You know what? Speak from the cards. Yes, yeah, speak, <laughs> speak from the cards. Jess from Tamina, speechless speeches. Jess, what happened? Absolutely. This is a cracker. Well, my husband, who I'm now being married to for 26 years, his cousin was actually the best man. And he basically, you know, at, obviously at the speech table, he's come up and he said, okay, Go on ahead, Jeff. Go do your speech. And he was no no speech prepared whatsoever. And all he spoke about was having a bath with my husband at the time when they were young. <laughs> that was it. How that was it? How long that was, was the, the whole speech? Five minutes. Five minutes about a bath. Play with one another, and you know it wasn't appropriate at the time. Now they've come to think about it, uh-huh. but it was just yeah. Never mentioned anything. It was just about how him and, and my husband having a bath all the time, um, obviously, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was one of those speechless moments. So everyone just started cracking up. That's all they spoke about for five minutes did, on. Did you, have a, did you have a word to him afterwards, Jess? <laughs> no, no, no. I thought it wasn't, it wasn't right. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> right? It certainly wasn't right. Chris from Sydney, speechless speeches. Chris, what happened? Good morning, fellas. How are we? We're good, good mate. mate. How are you? Good, good, good. A bit like the similar story, um... Well, given the task to write a speech, 
uh, year out, and I, I, did, I left it till the very last, the very last night. Mm. Wrote all on my phone, whatever, and um, I was a little bit drunk on the night. Gave my speech. I thought I aced it. Fast forward about a year later, when I got all the videos back and I was watching it, and it was it was an absolute disaster. Absolute disaster. The jokes I was cracking weren't funny. Or I thought it was funny, but it wasn't. Uh, and 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 like still married four years, coming on to five, but my wife still gives me a lot of shit till this day. My favourite, Chris, is you <laughs> thought in the moment you, you were nailing it. it. Oh, I, I did, I did, and, and and I do a bit of public speaking for 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 as a profession, and I thought this should be easy. I got there, it was not easy. My hands, I was just just nervous, I was sweating. It was it was just bad. It was just bad. And do you think, Chris, probably you know you, you mentioned that you'd done some public speaking, you know you feel a little confident. Do you think maybe the alcohol didn't help? Not at all, not at all. Just played up with my nerves, and yeah, no, just I should have I should have rewrote it and practiced it, but obviously I didn't, and yeah, it just turned out to be a disaster. Any chance uh, your mate might get married again, Chris? <laughs> no, no, this is me. Oh! <laughs> the Jimmy and Ned Show podcast. Nath, please get the round of applause ready for a Zimbabwean-born, UK-raised, Melbourne-based artist. She released her debut EP, Good Company, in November of 2021, and has supported Sam for the Great, Young Franco on tours earlier this year. She is supporting TLC in Melbourne wow. on Wednesday. Her new single, Bossin, is out now. We've been playing on the show. We absolutely love it. Please welcome to the show to perform for Under the Covers, it's Kai. Kai, welcome. Wow. Hey. Hi, I'm not gonna lie. Kai, I'm not gonna lie. Wow, so she's be careful, mate. She'll ask you to run on the next track if you keep running oh, like that. Yeah, no, no, that's gold. I'm, I'm sure Kai's never heard any lyrical genius like no, that before. Kai didn't know that her name rhymed with something as easy as lie. It's it's very clever. Um, Kai, uh, what I was gonna say um, before I made that awesome lyric for you, feel free to use it. Uh, is that we have been very excited to have you on the show ever since we heard Boston uh, producer Grace started dancing the house down, and we've been very excited uh, to bring you on the show. So thank you for coming on the show for this. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super stoked. How is, um, how's the song going? We were um, just actually chatting as well before. There's some really wild TikTok videos with like <laughs> millions of views. I think one of them is like a custard apple tart, like toasty thing. One of them was like a Peppa Pig video. Are you aware of the, these things? Oh my God. Let me tell you, the morning I saw that Peppa Pig video... <laughs> Fifteen million views. <laughs> so I saw it when it had hit, I think, just under a million, and yep. I was like, "Why have eight hundred thousand people watched this <laughs> Peppa Pig video?" And like, I don't know if you've seen it the whole way through, but it's literally just someone making a Peppa Pig out of like actual pigs, pigs. and like yeah. <laughs> Photoshop, yeah, 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 like photoshopping it together. And I was like, "What am I watching?" <laughs> and I like turned it up, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's my song!" I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, 800,000 views, that's insane. And then checked back like an hour later and was like, okay, this is on 2 million now. <laughs> kind of left it for the rest of the day and then get a text from my friend, I just saw the most unhinged Peppa Pig video. <laughs> it's got your song on it and it's on 8 million views. And I was like, what? Like 8 million views? Like go back to this video and I'm like, this is rapidly growing <laughs> and it's just so unhinged and just so weird. Um, but people were loving it, and are, it's yeah, it's, it's a big video. Are you are you a fan of Peppa Pig? Have you ever mentioned Peppa Pig in an interview or anything, or is this just completely out of the woodwork? It's so weird because I am a Peppa Pig fan, okay. but like, okay. 
I mean, Peppa Pig is the ultimate girl boss. So, I mean, yeah. like, technically, it, it meets somewhere in sure, the middle. Sure, sure, okay. Uh, but, yeah, it was just, like, a weird pull from, like, my childhood <laughs> and then, like, my music. Did you comment? And then just Did you craziness. comment off your TikTok account? I did comment, and I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever watched. <laughs> Thank you for using my song. <laughs> oh, my God, amazing. Now, look, we, well, we do wanna, yeah, we do want to chat about the song a little bit later. We are going to play um, your song as well, but what we would love to do first is to do Under the Covers, and I believe you're going to be performing a TLC song for us. Yes, I am. You're going to do it because, I mean, we will talk about it as well, but you are you are opening for TLC uh, next week on Wednesday as well, which will be bloody amazing. So this is perfect. Um, what we'll do is we'll get you to rip into that song and we'll uh, we'll chat more after this. Here we go. Uh, this is Kai with a cover of TLC's Unpretty. When you're ready. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Oh, wow. Wow. Kai, that was absolutely... I have goosebumps. Does anyone else have goosebumps? Because I have goosebumps everywhere. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> hoping right now that no one uh, who's been on the show before and performed is listening uh, because that was my favourite. Um, <laughs> yeah, your... Jeez, your pipes are phenomenal. That is unreal. I mean, for those of you uh, playing along home, I mean, we, we will put up a video, but I mean, it is just Kai, Christian on guitar, and, and that's it. You guys have got like one... We've given you one crappy little mic... <laughs> <laughs> to see you yeah, too. that was we had some sort of issues behind the scenes, and uh, yeah, you, you're sharing a mic. Christian was phenomenal on guitar as oh, well. What a, yeah, that was wow, guys, that was absolutely unreal. You've ruined the interview because I'm kind of speechless. <laughs> I, like I really don't know. I know we're supposed to chat about Boston and the song and the performance of TLC, but mm, wow, that's we really should have done the chat beforehand because now I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I just. Oh, I'm flushed. I don't know why I'm flushed. Can you tell us why you, I mean, you, you are, for those who don't know if you maybe just tuned in, uh, you are supporting TLC in Melbourne on Wednesday and tickets are still available, frontiertouring.com. Um, wh- why did you go with Unpretty? Well, it's kind of a, it's a crazy moment for me opening up for these guys because I grew up on their music. Yeah. Um, so there's two of their albums that have been like albums I've grown up on. So Crazy Sexy Cool um, and Fan Mail, which is, you know, Unpretty is on that album. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of this really cool, like full circle, like childhood fulfillment moment for me. Um, so yeah, I mean, excited doesn't even begin to kind of cover it. <laughs> yeah. So, how did yeah, it, can you been... give us like a little peek? Like, how did that happen? Like, did they reach out? Did did you reach out? Did management? Like, how did how did this come about? You know, it's kind of crazy because my managers didn't reach out. I didn't reach out oh, myself. Wow. Um, it was actually um, Marietta, who is my A&R from Sony. She was having a conversation with someone who was booking the show. And she was like, hey, I've actually got the perfect opening act for you. And um, she kind of just mentioned me and they were like, oh, yeah, cool. And you know when someone's like, yeah, cool. And yeah, you think nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, but they actually went and like had a look and they were like, yeah, I think I agree. And then we just got this email one day that was like, hey, we want you to do the TLC. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think really it was a joke? I thought it was a joke. I was like, that's not real. That's Kai, not a thing. Kai, did they say to you, like, look, we've seen the Peppa Pig video. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we really think you'd be phenomenal on stage. Uh, if you could bring Peppa Pig. That person. Uh, the visuals in the background. We want that behind the you original, to perform bossing. The original girl boss. Could you bring Peppa Pig out as well and perform? Uh, I thought maybe that's that's how they had heard about you. No. <laughs> You're right. They actually asked me to project uh, the video over and over and over. And over. <laughs> yeah, no. We just want you to play bossing with the video in the background. Thanks, yeah. guys. No, be... They're doing no scrubs with Pingu behind them, I think. <laughs> 
love bingo. Um, well, can you tell us a bit about Bossing, I guess? We, we mentioned we've played it on the show. Uh, we love it. It's producer Grace's favourite track. Um, how did it come about? Because I know you've sort of spoken about it and you've talked about it being a new era for you. It's been such a new era. I mean, even in continuation past Bossing, I'm just like, I think really prioritising fun and enjoyment and just I think we've all kind of come out of the lockdowns and just been like, you know what, it's time to cut loose and just yeah. like really, yeah, like actually prioritise that. I think like people make themselves feel so guilty for like wanting to have fun and wanting that to be such a big part of their lives. Um, but I realised when we were missing it that it's something that like we actually really, yeah, it needs to be like a top, top priority. So I kind of just went through this stage post lockdown in the summer where I was like, you know what? Yeah, every day I am going to Amazing. And I am going to see my friends all day, every day, and I'm going to have the best meals and I'm going to stay at the best hotels (laughs) and I'm going to drink the best cocktails. (laughs) Like it was just like a combination of all these things. And I mean, I absolutely blew through my savings. Um, (laughs) But no regrets on this end. Of course Uh, not. It was just the girl boss lifestyle. We can't take the money when you're gone. (laughs) No, absolutely. Well, I mean, Kai, you kind of already just answered my question, but I was going to, I mean, talking about fun, what is fun for Kai? What what are, what are the things that define having fun for you? I mean, you just listed them there, cocktails <laughs> with the girls, blowing your savings at a nice hotel, but is there anything specific where you're like, oh my God, this, this is my definition of fun? Okay. This is very specific. Great. Great. Very, very specifically Kai. And I don't think I've ever even said this. Okay, good. So this is a, this is a thing I did. Yep. So the W opened in yep. Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a new hotel post-COVID. <laughs> I was like, what is the most expensive room available to me tonight? <laughs> Found the most expensive room. Yep. Booked it. Didn't tell anyone. Just went there. Yeah. <laughs> spent the day in my robe. And I was like, cool. What do I want to do with this room? So I called the girls up and I was like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing tonight? And there was like a whole variation of answers from like working to like sleeping, getting ready for work. I think it was in the middle of the week. And I was like, cool, you're not doing that anymore. You're going to come to the W and you're just going to ask for my room. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, what? So everyone's like getting there slowly and they're like, uh, Kylie's room? And they're like, oh, yeah, this room over here. This is like an expensive. I've never spent so much money on like one thing in my life. And it literally was just so my friends could come up and see me just sitting there in a robe in this lavish room. Just like drinking espresso martinis, just like chilling on the couch. And that was literally the night. It was everyone just in my room, like, why are we here? What are we doing? You're here to look at me. Yeah. My absolute best. Absolutely. So did they, like, did they crash there or you'd be like, all right, everyone out now? Everyone was out. We we hung out for a while and I was like, cool, well, there's one bed. <laughs> so the definition- and you guys, you guys got work. So <laughs> yeah. I think you should like, leave. Well, probably, I think you but- should go. Um, there was like twenty of us in that room. I love that so me. much. So um, I love it. Kai's definition of fun is just for all her mates to watch her having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Weird flex, but it's okay. I love it. I love that so oh. much. Oh, I'm going to do that. But Jimmy and I will just book the Ibis budget. And, uh- <laughs> Uh, Kai, look, we are so pumped for the new track. We are going to give it a spin right now. Uh, we love it so much. It is called Bossin. It is out now. Also, uh, tickets to an exclusive evening with TLC uh, with special guest Kai. I love and, this. And, and Peppa Pig. And Peppa Pig is going to be there too. Uh, are available at FrontierTouring.com. Kai, massive round of applause. We love you to bits. 
You are welcome on this show anytime, and I hope we are welcome in your expensive hotel rooms anytime as well. <laughs> Just to watch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get it on. Brand new from Kai. It is called Bossin. Live around the country. It's a Jimmy Nash show. That's it. But don't worry. You can follow Jimmy and Nate on the socials at Jimmy and Nate and catch the show. Weekdays from 9 p.m. across the Hit Network and on the Listener app. Or if you see them, just give them a little kiss kiss.